Hello, everybody. Richard Hart went on Twitter. Richard Hart on YouTube. Congratulations on the Hex.com new all-time highs. My last video, we were at maybe 23 cents. Now we've gone up to about 38 cents. And the share price is now 10,000x higher than it used to be January 5th of last year. So way back when, I said that Hex was designed to do a 10,000x in about two and a half years, basically because it was designed with better game theory than Ethereum, and that's the numbers Ethereum did. So it was just, hey, if you build something better, you should be able to outperform things that aren't designed as well. And uh, everyone cried. They cried really loud. And they said, oh my God, it's a scam. You can't design things to appreciate. You can't design things to accrue value, even though that's what business is. Designs to increase the value of shareholders. <clears throat> well, I was right. They were all wrong. They're all wrecked plebs. And uh, I think Hex is the best performing asset that's ever existed in the history of man. Not too bad. Now, what do we got going on on Pulse Chain? Uh, put on another full-time developer, and uh, they have worked through the syncing bug that was getting stuck on a certain block with a Merkle tree, an invalid Merkle root, something along those lines. <clears throat> got past that. Now they're on a gas calculation uh, mismatch, which they think they've got cracked as well. Neat. Um, the dev that fixed that is now syncing to see if it just works perfectly, which it very well might. It takes a little bit of time to do these sync operations. I got another dev that's doing some magic with an overlay FS and Linux, which will allow him to do things at the file system level in an interesting way that you don't actually have to sync things. You can just kind of, a lot of technical dev stuff. So Pulse Chain's coming along fine. This is the exact same stuff that you run into with any software project. All software's late, all software's hard, it's okay. We're used to this. This is nothing unexpected at all. What else? Um, Ethereum price looks nice. Let's go take a look at the Ethereum price. So the fractal from the dead cat bounce of 2017 would have seen Ethereum up at 3,600. We now see Ethereum at 4,000, which is better. That's stronger. So Ethereum has bounced higher than it did in the 2017 doom or 2018 doom in uh, Ethereum's case, ETHUSD. ETHUSD right now is sitting at 39.24. Pretty funny that EIP 1559 did not do much at all for gas prices. Gas prices in general are ultra destroyed. They're just terrible, absolutely terrible. Today being a Sunday, you get a little bit of a better deal. Average Uniswap swap, $62. Average ERC 20 cents, $20. Still not good enough. Please pulsechain.com save us, please. Now. I like to hit you guys with the good stuff up front. Got some new crap to show you. Why do I buy all this crap? So I can get more followers and so people that like this crap buy the stuff that I like. It's not to get you guys to buy this stuff. Imagine if you had sold your Hex at a penny to buy a Rolex for $10,000. Now Hex is 38 cents. You just paid 38 times 10,000 for that watch. Effectively, an opportunity cost. And what's 38 times 10,000? I think it's $380,000. So that's not good. That's not good. Let's check the math. It's hard to do math on stream, by the way. I don't know why. It just is. 10,000 times 38 is only 38,000. See? See how silly I am? I was off by a factor of 10. Let's do it again to make sure. 38 times 10,000. No, 380,000. Yeah. Because it was 38 times 1,000, it'd be 38,000. See? Even the calculator mass hard on stream. So yeah, if you bought a Rolex for $10,000 back when Hex was a penny, you actually paid $380,000 for that watch. 
So if you're ever going to sell your cryptocurrency and that cryptocurrency keeps going up, boy, you're going to feel sad about it. For instance, Hexologist, wonderful guy that he is, he bought some pizzas with 70,000 hex, I don't know, April of last year, April, March or April. That now costs $26,000. So his pizza costs 26,000 bucks. Now, I think he actually got two pizzas for that. Not exactly sure on the, the pizza order, but uh, yeah, you regret selling your crypto, so. <laughs> All right, so let's take a look at uh, the stuff I'm wearing. It's a little bit hot in here, so this is a nice Louis Vuitton jacket. Don't need it. I'm not exactly sure what this is for. The only time I've ever seen this type of shape before is on a chain for a pocket watch. So I don't know what type of artistic reason there is for this being on the jacket, but there it is. I'll show you guys some more Louis Vuitton stuff. I should actually stick the word Louis Vuitton in the description of the video, maybe. I put a Rolex in here. Maybe I'll show you the expensive Rolex stuff first. This isn't going to take long, by the way, guys. I know you only care about crypto, but somebody cares about this stuff. I upgraded one of my watches. This here is about $700,000 worth of watches. These are Rolex GMT Master IIs. I hold them in this position, so the eye focus kind of puts them in focus. We've got white gold. Diamonds, uh, sapphires, yellow gold, diamonds, sapphires, and rose gold, diamonds, sapphires, and rubies. And I used to, this one was just uh, not diamond in the band, which I think is the most unique part. Um, so now I've got white, yellow, rose, diamond bands. I'll put these up. I'm going to try sticking these up next to the camera. Let's see what that looks like. Let me put the uh, preview on here. Let's see. Are you going to focus on that? You can do it, but there you go. <clears throat> so where are all the other watches, you know, going to be traveling around doing a world tour. You got to choose what you're going to travel with. So I think I'm going to travel with this trifecta of awesomeness, but I'm not sure. You know, it's really hard to choose. One of my buddies was like, Hey man, why don't you check, you know, choose some different ones. I'm like, but these are awesome. <laughs> this one's still my favorite watch. You know, I've got like a, a six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar uh, Richard Mill, and I still like this one a lot better. Anything else? Oh yeah, all this Louis Vuitton stuff. Let's get this over with as quick as we can. This is ready to travel. Boop. This looks like my luggage I used to have back here. It's got these little protectors on the corner. I don't know if I'm ever going to use this. I figure I can shove camera stuff in it. It's designed to be like a purse, but I don't think I'm ever going to use it as a purse. I think I'm just going to use it as like storage for stuff. Stick some microphones in there, you know? We'll see. Most of the stuff I buy I never use, to tell you the truth. Basically, I show it off on stream and then it just sits. Now, is that a good use of resources? I don't think so, but I've got this special exception that I'm doing social media, and I'm putting on about 400 uh, new users a day on social, so it's not bad. Check it out. 50 millimeter keep all. Yay. I never really understood these locks. I guess it's so people can't, like, put stuff in your luggage without you knowing, like plant it on you. But other than that, I mean, what are you really gonna defeat with that lock, right? Now, the normal ones are 55. Here's a normal keep ball. There's actually a five centimeter difference between the two. If you look at them, let's line them up, stretch them out, and you can see that the normal one, it's got about five centimeters more length to it. And, oh, look, more stuff. Hey, overpriced goods. Do you like overpriced goods? Social signaling? I think it's enough. I could spend all day doing that stuff. Oh, look, I stacked up some glasses. 
It's like seven parallel with time glasses there. Three, six, seven. All right. Now back to crypto because that's what matters. <clears throat> when can you join the world tour, Dan? Brother, you got to stay working, man. I know you need that money. <laughs> no world tour for you, bro. Richard, looking good, brother. Thanks. Nice purses, Richard. Uh, thank you very much. Help a pleb out. I see 0.329 on TradingView. Where's the 0.38? Yeah. So the 0.38 was yesterday. It was yesterday's high, and it was the all-time high. So when I brag about all-time highs, I'm bragging about the all-time high price. I don't sit here watching the minute chart continuously updating the price for you because you can do that on your own chart. So if you want to chart hex, I suggest you use dex.vision Uniswap V2 USDC pair, for it is the most liquid pair in the world for hex. And for history, because Uniswap V2 didn't exist for all of Hex's history, you will need to use Uniswap V1, which I suggest you use Uniswap.vision, the USDC V1 calculated pair. And, uh, and then that's gonna give you your bottom at 0.00005655. And then when you measure your move from that bottom, for you people at home, that bottom up to the local top, it's going to be a little bit uh, inaccurate on that chart because it's a thinner market now. So you just kind of manually with your eyeballs copy the high from the USDC V2 chart, which is where all the volume and liquidity is now, and then input that by editing the measured move. Just right click the top of the drag and drop and click the gearbox and it's going to let you enter the coordinate. And then you're going to enter the top from the new high volume pair. And that's going to give you the bottom historically. And by the way, you can also just do this in V2 and just edit the bottom in V2, but then you're going to have to also enter a negative value for the date so that you know how many days there are. So for instance, I know we did, um, you know, 6,500 X or 6,800 X in 607 days because I did all this work I just explained to you. One thing that's really nice is just remembering numbers. So you know that the bottom on hex shares was 60 cents. And you know, if you're at apphex.win slash charts or go to hex.com, you can see the top on the share price right now is 6,000 or more. And 6,000 is 10,000 times 60 cents. And since we're on stream, we're gonna check the math with the calculator. Here we go. 6,000 over 0.60 is 10,000. So the hex share price has gone up 10,000 fold from January 5th of last year until now, which is about 607 days. I was right, what I built was amazing, uh, more accurately designed, and uh, everyone else was wrong and wrecked, except for those people that participated who are very, 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 very happy. Who here is happy about the big payday? Who's here happy about Pulse Chain? You're like, who's happy about, uh, <laughs> it's just everything, everything's awesome. We're very, very happy. <clears throat> Let's take a look at chat here. So we've covered Rolexes, Louis Vuitton, Hex all-time highs, 10,000X on the share price so far. We might flip Bitcoin's price before Ethereum does. It's pretty funny. We're just killing everything, man. Just absolutely killing everything. What else? Why are these people crazy? Why are people in chat crazy? The Hex price right now, as we speak, as I'm on live stream, is 32.9 cents on the most liquid market in the world with 11.6 million of USDC sitting as bid support. And actually, I know there's at least another 10 or 15 or 20 million on USDC V3, and this is just V2. So there's like 20 or 30 million sitting as bid support, and we're sitting on 33 cents. So why is someone in chat telling me about 26 cents? Silly, 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 crazy. 
For those that are new, what are the big payday? If you were staked November 19th of last year for one day, one full day, you got a minimum of 30% payout on that day in hex. You got a maximum of about 100% payout on that day in hex. So when you see that the hex price has gone up 7,000 fold, if you were just staked for a day, you're already up over 10,000 X on your money. And a lot of people staked for that day. I think, I think over 90, at least over 90% of the coin staked for big payday. So you don't see that on the chart. What you see on the chart is a dip after that because some people that got their coins sold, everyone expected that dip. But in reality, that dip actually meant a lot of people got a lot more hex and that hex went up to insanely high, amazing performance. And now it's like, everyone's very happy about that. So <laughs> what are they saying? My screen says 26 cents. What are you talking about? My screenshot? The text on your video says 26 cents. Oh, how, why? Let's go check. No, no, it doesn't, bro. The text on my screen, bro. Hex.com 38 cent all time high is what the text says. Oh, the bottom of the overlay. Okay. Thank you guys. The overlay and obs. Watch me fix this homies. Ready? Boop, boop. 38. Thank you. And it is done. Next time I screw that up, which I'm sure I will, just use the OBS overlay language. Thank you. <clears throat> Great production value for a one-man show here, right? <laughs> Me in Microsoft Paint before the show typing over the thumbnail that Hexologist did very nicely. <laughs> uh, everybody's 40 seconds lag behind me now. They're all mad. They're like, yes, it does. It says it. Yeah, okay. Now I get it. I guess I'm going to have to sit through this for a while. You guys are going to be typing that for a little bit. <laughs> Let's go look at that, that sad, old, old, sad technology, Bitcoin, BTC USD. Where are we at here, guys? Oh, look, remember when I called the top at 65 K Bitcoin still 50 K and it's doing this crap again. And for you guys at home, it's doing this. It's not doing the parabola. It's doing the, uh, 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 uh. that's what Bitcoin is doing right now which is why the Bitcoin bear is still here in effect. The Bitcoin bear. I like when people try and stunt on me on, on Twitter. I called the top on the day at 65K and people are like, bro, when 10K, when 10K? Cause you got to bounce to 50. Like I predicted, like I hoped for, like the fractal of 2017, but it was so weak. We should have had it earlier and we had to wait this long for it. You're like, wow guys. Yeah, I called the top at 65. It's 50. You trying to run laps on me? Why don't you wait until it's higher than when I told you it was top? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the deal? <clears throat> Hilarious. So I don't like when Bitcoin, like it, I, when Bitcoin is doing its parabola stuff, we're used to that. When Bitcoin's doing this fall over gently stuff, the only time I remember seeing it is when it just did it at the top at 65. And now it's doing like a smaller version of that, like a dead cat kind of thing. I don't like that chart shape. I don't like that candlestick pattern at all. Um, yes, Ethereum's showing strength, but Ethereum showed tons of strength when Bitcoin stalled out at 65K. You know, Ethereum went up a lot more, just like it did last time. It ran for 27 days while Bitcoin was stalled out, and then they both dumped hard. Bitcoin dumped 55%, Ethereum dumped 65% from 65K and 4,400. And I, I'm just gonna expect that to happen again. I don't care about the hopium dreams of million dollar Bitcoin and all that stuff. We can do that after a good dump. After the three years up, one year down that we normally do, that's what we normally do, we're due for it. 
People are buying million dollar JPEGs, which by the way, if you like to pay million dollars of JPEGs, congratulations, you're gonna get copies of all of the exact same code on Pulse Chain that you've got on Ethereum. So maybe if you have an Ethereum uh, NFT, now you've got that same NFT on Pulse Chain perhaps, wouldn't that be beautiful? So you double your very expensive JPEGs. Crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, so this still looks like a dead cat bounce to me. Yeah, I'll, I will, I will uh, say that the market's doing something different when we do new all-time highs on Bitcoin. Until I see a new all-time high on Bitcoin, dead cat bounce. Do you think the BTC cycle will take longer since there's more volume? I mean, it, it is acting slower. It's acting more limit ordery. It's, it's doing less wicks. It's falling over he more heavily. It's not like big spike up, big spike down. It's slow spike up, slow spike down. I mean, if you think about it, to go 20K to 60K, as I predicted several years ago on stage in Malta, it's funny how right I am about stuff. Like you can go to richardhart.com and look at all of my historical calls that I brag about. I'm like, look, I called 60K a couple of years ago. Look, I called the top on the day in 2017. Look, it might've been the day, it might've been like the day after or, or two days after, but the price was still, you know, way up there, 19.5 or something. Uh, and then I just, my calls are amazing. They're just for free, for fun. It's like people charge you a lot more to get you wrecked. You're like, yeah, there's a lot of ways to get paid groups out there and get you destroyed. My, if you look at the history of everyone that's ever tried to like come up against me, it's crazy. They all got wrecked. Everybody. It's like, what was that a dude from Australia? What was his name? Saunders, Alex Saunders tweets. He's going to the lion's den, comes on my stream, dies career over. His career ended on my stream. Ah, <laughs> uh, I like how everybody's like, how are you going to sell? How are you going to sell? And we see people hammering the price with millions and millions of dollars of sales and it just keeps making new all-time highs. People just don't understand that the demand exceeds the supply and it exceeds it by a lot. And as long as the demand exceeds the supply, everything else is yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fan fiction crap, you know, hilarious to me. Show off the glasses. I, I hate showing off the glasses because I try and control reflections because I'm not trying to like have you guys see my whole room, right? It's it's relatively messy right now. I mean, I could show you a little bit. These are prescription, so I made them sunglasses. These are prescription, so I made them uh, just normal glasses. My vision's great, but with prescription, it's even greater. Like it's sick, I'm like an eagle. Uh, these are just 1.1 millionaires. So these are like seven, 800 bucks each, each one of these. I think these are like six or 700 each too. These are like their aviator ones. And then these are aviators with monogram logo on them. <clears throat> By the way, Alex Saunders isn't the only guy to die on my live stream. I think, I think uh, Peter McCormick did wonderful marketing for us when he was the worst piece of crap that I've ever seen on any live stream ever in the history of live streams. The absolute worst subhuman trash you could dream. I think, I think Tone Vase with his three lawyers and then one dropped off and it was two lawyers and him versus me while I had like 30 hours, no sleep, shaking from sleep deprivation, crushed them, everybody. I mean, some, some dude named Wolf of something or another, he's been rug pulled and all his followers wrecked multiple times over and over and over again while Hex is up 10,000 X in share price in 607 days. <laughs> who, who else? That guy that, the guy that came on and said that uh, price discovery can't exist without a central limit order book, Clob. He didn't understand that you can do price discovery other ways, like automated market maker, Uniswap, like, or, or just <laughs> classified ads, right? And any of these things, they're all fine for price discovery. He couldn't get that. So then he wanted to bet me like 50 before 30 and it, he lost 
Bitcoin went right to 30 a week later. <laughs> Who are some other? Oh, some guy came on and told us that, uh, that the markets were all going to crash within, uh, it was going to do an 80 or 90% crash and dip below the, t- the year 2000 lows. I'm like, what? You're going to cancel out 20 years of S&P 500 gains because of your fan fiction theory? I'm like, no, bro, they're just going to keep printing. You're going to keep making new all-time highs, just like the Venezuelan stock market just keeps making new all-time highs because they keep printing. Well, I was right. His position moved, and he told people to go short. His position has, or buy bonds, either way, ultra-wrecked. His position's against him 30% so far. It hasn't even been a year, I don't think. That guy lost his bet. Every single person that's ever stepped to me has been 100% annihilated. Remember Eric Wall? I like Eric because he studies consensus systems, you know, and he talks crap about things that suck. Unfortunately, he made, the, he made the mistake of talking crap about something that didn't suck, which was hacks. He literally said, this is the dumbest idea you ever heard. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Can you imagine like being on record saying that the dumbest idea you ever heard just also happens to be the thing that is now number three market cap in the world, is up 10,000x in share price, over 10,000x with staking, uh, you know, 7,000x without staking. You're like, yeah, man, you're, you're ultra wrecked, bro. I told you, <laughs> like I, just, I tell these guys what's up. I could go, I could go through all of these dudes that have been wrecked. This is like everybody that's ever disagreed with me. Oh, there was me versus Roger Ver. I said, you know, Bitcoin cash wasn't a good idea. Bitcoin's better. I was right. <laughs> Bitcoin cash is wrecked. You're just like, guys, what, how much more right do I have to be? I'm right over and over and over and over and over and over again and over again. And I just raised $27 million for charity. And I'm doing the world's largest airdrop. And we gave away hex for free to Bitcoin holders. You're just like, guys, I can't win any harder. I can't like, I can't call the top on the day better than calling the top on the day. It's as good as it gets. You cannot win harder than we're winning. Like it's absolutely insane. Hilarious. Somebody chat says, do I miss David from Kitco? I thought the interview was very good. I hope we do another interview. I, I liked his, uh, the cut of his jib. It was very good. I deserve the better interviewers you give me, the better questions they ask, the better everything is going to be because I'm capable of fabulous depth on a wide variety of subjects. And I will only get that deep if someone asks me the right questions, right? Richard, can you elaborate on Pulse Chain APY? I have no idea what the APY is going to be on Pulse Chain. I don't know because all you're making is fees. There's no inflation, there's only coin burning. So since nobody knows what the fees are going to be yet, Nobody knows what the profitability is going to be yet. So <laughs> Richard Hart versus Eric Wall interview looked like Bowser versus Peach. <laughs> Richard, why London update didn't fix gas price issue? And what will the T-share price be on the beginning of Pulse Chain? T-share price will be identical in hex terms. Uh, we don't know what USD price will be. We prefer everything launch at zero. Um, and then as far as gas price issue goes, if you have a fixed amount of space and you have bidding for it, changing the parameters of the bidding isn't that likely to change how much people are willing to bid. And so you have very high gas prices in Ethereum because you very have very high demand. A lot of people want to use that block space for things that I would consider very silly, which are JPEGs, um, you know, or things that I think are more serious, which are financial products. You know, there's a very high demand for that block space and just changing the way it gets bid for, you see that it didn't really do much. So even, even if EIP-1559 had some type of downward uh, price behavior, I think it would be canceled out by the increased uh, demand currently. So I, th- I think EIP-1559 was a good addition to Ethereum. I just, 
as you can see, it didn't do anything for the gas. The gas is still absolutely terrible. As a matter of fact, I've seen gas prices higher than I've ever seen before over, I think someone showed a 2000 or a 6,000 guay gas price screenshot. I'm like, okay, well, I've never seen one that high. I think I've seen 2000 or 2300 personally, but I've never seen a 6,000 before, if, if, if I'm remembering it correctly. <clears throat> I'm sure I'm not the only one that's curious, but for some people new to all this crypto stuff, how do we get the pulse chain airdrop? Well, if you're holding ERC-20s on Ethereum, you're going to get the pulse versions of those. And if you're sacrificing at pulse.info, then you're going to be hit with a pretty harsh 1.05x compounding rate because you're being shown mercy. Like So many people are so dumb and kept sacrificing after the phase was over that they're just going to be shown mercy, but they're going to be hit by that rate really hard. Like when you compound 1.05 a day on rate, jump, the numbers jump up real high. So, um, what else? I mean, 14 days of 1.05 run like triples the rate. I think that's how fast a compounding 1.05 daily scales. So I can only imagine what like a 30 or 40 day does. It has to be pretty high. Richard, could you make some calls? Oh yeah. I'm like way behind the chat guys. Sorry about that. Can you explain why Hex isn't a pyramid scheme, please? Yes, this one's really, really super easy. Pyramid schemes have multiple levels. Usually, so for instance, uh, there was a company called Amway, and they used multi-level marketing. And they would have uh, one guy sell a package to another guy that sells a package to another guy that sells a package to another guy. And they were making so much money selling reseller packages, and they weren't really selling any cosmetics, which is what Amway does. So they made a rule in the United States called the Amway rule, which if I remember correctly, is that you have to make 70% of your revenue from actual retail sales. And you can only make 30% of your revenue from reseller packages, kind of business opportunity stuff. I think that MLMs and pyramids are quite crap because they put the maximum middlemen in between the product or service and the user. And if you want efficiency, you want to reduce the friction and reduce the margin and reduce the overhead and get the product or service with a minimum abstraction and minimum price increase to the user. That's what efficiency is. So multi-level marketing and pyramids require multi-levels. You can't have a pyramid with one level. That's not what pyramids look like, right? So what are some other scam things people will say? Ponzi, okay. So pyramid requires multiple levels. Hex doesn't have any levels, literally none. There's no levels. Is there a referral program in Hex? No. Can you make money referring somebody? No. There's no levels. So, I mean, not even is there no levels, plural, there's not even a level. Like you can't make money referring somebody. So there's not even one level, let alone two. So now let's talk about Ponzi. What's a Ponzi? Ponzi scheme is named after Charles Ponzi, who said, fraudulently lied, that if you gave him money, he could buy stamps cheap overseas and then be able to let people mail things from higher price countries and arbitrage the difference in, in shipping. And that was not the case. He can only do that to a very small degree and nowhere near the degree that the money that he was acquiring from the public would allow. And so in his case, uh, he invented this thing where you get money in and then you steal from the principal of people that you owe their money back to, the investors, you steal from their principal and you use it to pay new guys. And then the old guys keep getting robbed to pay the new guys. And then because you're running a deficit and you don't actually have any income, you eventually run out of money as soon as the new greater fool stop appearing. So how does a Ponzi fail? One, it makes fraudulent claims as to what its profitable business activity is. Two, it makes promises it can't keep regarding paying people out from the profit, which doesn't really exist. And then that's it. 
you, you don't have the ability to continue committing the fraud because you, you never had the income that you said you did, that you said you were splitting up, right? You, you, these Ponzi never said, hey, I'm stealing from the new guys to pay the old guys. He didn't even do that. It's, it's, it's based on fraudulent uh, promises. So is Hex a Ponzi? Well, who owes you something in Hex? Does a human owe you anything in Hex? Nope. Does a company owe you anything in Hex? Nope. Does, does anyone, well, where, where does the rewards come from? You mint your own rewards. You do your own work. So if you, wrote, if you wrote yourself a piece of paper and it said, I will paint myself a picture of a pony next month, and you wrote that down. Now you owe yourself a pony picture that you are gonna create on your own. Month goes by, you can either write yourself a pony picture or not. You owe yourself based off your own commitment on code you ran, it's up to you. There's no one else involved. Absolutely no one. There's no entrepreneurial or managerial effort whatsoever. You run the code or you don't run the code. That's it. Just like a Bitcoin miner, by the way. Who pays Bitcoin miners the rewards? A company? Nope. Uh, other people? Do other people pay Bitcoin miners the rewards? Nope. Bitcoin miners mint their own coins. They mint their own rewards. That's it. It's very easy. So it's impossible for Bitcoin mining to fail as Ponzi schemes have failed. And it is impossible for hex staking to fail as Ponzi schemes have failed. Because when you mint your own hex, you owed it to yourself. Nobody owes it to you. Now, what is the value of a hex? What if the value of hex goes down? Okay, you made less money. What if the value of hex goes up? Okay, you made more money if you choose to sell it. But that's up to you. The, the, the system doesn't owe you cash money. You just owe yourself hex that you mint yourself just like a Bitcoin miner mints Bitcoin themselves. There's no middlemen. There's no counterparty risk. There's just awesome, awesome code that you run and that's it. So Hex cannot be a Ponzi scheme because no one owes you anything. You mint your own stuff. It cannot be a pyramid scheme because there are no levels. Now, can it be a bubble? Yes, it can be a bubble. It absolutely can. And on a short enough time frame, you will have thought that Hex was a bubble because it's dropped 70, 80%, five or six or seven times. So if you, if you bought the very top and sold the very bottom in that time frame, it looked like a bubble to you, but then it goes and makes new all-time highs, and then it drops 70%, and then it goes and makes new all-time highs, and then it drops 70%, and then it goes and makes new all-time highs. And so my experience with bubbles is that if you, if you have a product and it has product market fit and people see value in it, the humans can undervalue and overvalue that thing. So for instance, amazon.com dropped 95% in price in the year 2000 or within a, a year of that. Did that mean that Amazon was a scam, a Ponzi, a pyramid, a bubble? It meant it was a bubble. And then it continued to go up forever and is now 50% of all the commerce in the United States on the internet, but it dropped 95%. So this concept of things dropping 95% in price, it is more of a human issue often than it is a product market fit issue. Now look, there's a lot of scams in crypto and there's a lot of rug pulls. And I tweet about these things all the time, trying to warn people about these things all the time. It happens several times a week, every week, millions and millions of dollars lost, bad code, bad teams, bad everything, bad, you name it, right? So I do the best I can to warn people from these dangerous things. I do the best I can to have people in control of their own money, in control of their own resources, in, in control of their own futures. So it's hilarious to me that as a person that's making the world a better place and solving counterparty risk and solving delayed gratification and solving 
so many things. The person that's solving these things, I have to keep hearing these questions about Ponzi, pyramid, and no one even smart enough to use the term bubble, which is the only thing that it could be, right? And on a small enough time scale, yeah, it, if something drops 70%, it could seem like a bubble to you, which I could go pull up the chart real quick. I'll go to Hex News real quick, Hex News. And let's go pull up uh, our long time frame chart. Here we go. I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's a little hard to see this here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I see 10 drops over 50% or around 50% or more. But the price is up 6,800x. Well, where's my, where's my bubble? Where's my Ponzi? Where's my pyramid? People keep thinking that this can go to zero when the, the more likely thing looking at the chart is that it goes to a price that's so high that your brain can't understand it. When you, when you look at the hex price chart, it is pointed at $100. It's actually like in six years, it's pointed at a million dollars a coin, which is insane because if you multiply the supply times that price, it's higher than the gross domestic product of the planet. But when you understand that market cap's a vanity metric, so I think Hex might be one of the, I think Hex might be the first project in the world to show people how stupid market cap is as a concept. The concept that you could make a coin with a trillion supply, sell one to a friend for a dollar, and now you literally have a coin whose market cap is a trillion. That's the actual math. It shows you how stupid market cap is. So particularly in Bitcoin's case, like they count, okay, they say circulating supplies market cap, but they count Satoshi's coins as circulating that it never moved, never, not even once. Doesn't sound like circulating to me. It really does not sound like circulating to me. So I don't think that should be included in the, the circulating supply. There's a very simple language understanding there. That's reading comprehension. Do you know what circulating means? It means they have to have moved once, right? So, or, or at least be on offer or something, I don't know. So this idea that, you, that people try and use market cap as a proxy for price performance is very silly. I mean, like, I, the sooner people stop doing that, probably the better, you know? Price performance is price performance. People try and make volume equal price, no. Nope. People try and make market cap equal price, no. Nope. Price is price. And when more people don't understand that, I, I think they can make better investment decisions. So what else? Any other scam stuff? Oh yeah, how about this one, rug pull, right? Okay. I love to hear these theories. There's a theory out there on the internet that I have a million Ethereum, which is interesting because Vitalik only has 300,000. And then at the same time that I hear that theory that I have a million Ethereum, which by the way, a million Ethereum is uh, $40 billion maybe? I don't know, 400 million? Let's look it up, it's gotta be, it's probably, it's probably 4 billion, that's my guess. 4,000 times a million, 4 billion, yay, I got it. So there's a rumor that I've got $4 billion of Ethereum. And then at the same time, there's a rumor that I'm gonna dump the hex price somehow. What would be more likely that I buy something I like or that I sell something I like. So, so if, you're, if you're into these fan fiction theories that are rooted in, in quite silly ideas, it would seem to me that the risk of a really rich person buying something they like is a lot higher than them selling something they like in general. <laughs> so like, so basically the Hex community had to come up with a term for this and they're like, yeah, you know, people talk about rug pulls, well, where's the risk of the magic carpet ride? And I remember when people dreamt and prayed that Hex could ever be one penny and now it's 33 pennies as we speak on stream and 38 pennies yesterday. Where's the rug pull? Where's the rug pull? I don't get it. <laughs> like, okay, what are, what are some other, is it, does chat have any other evil demonistic? Oh, SEC FUD. Okay, 
I love this game actually, because we've answered these things for years now, literally years, these same exact stupid ideas. And the prices, the share price is up 10,000 X now. And we're still answering these stupid ideas from silly people. Or maybe the people aren't that silly, but after two years, it's like, come on guys, we've been answering these same questions for two years. SEC, okay. Richard Hart, uh, public enemy number one, persona non grata, uh, prison, right? I go to prison. Okay, now what happens? Let's say hex.com goes offline, okay? Does the contract still work? Yes. Are there five other websites you can use? Yes. Backuphex.com, apphex.win, etherscan.io, right contract function, staker.app, uh, hexmob.win, all kinds of front ends you can use. You can build your own front end too, okay? And now what? There's a slightly less live streams. I'm the minority of live streams. I don't live stream very often, but I see tons and tons of hex live streams. And then if you believe all those fan fiction theories that I'm also the OA, well, God, I guess you don't have to worry about the OA dumping, right? Now, is that fan fiction? I think it is fan fiction. There is no public knowledge in regards to who the OA is or anything like that. But it's just, I'm showing the discongruence in people's stupid fan fiction ideas. They don't make any sense. And that's the reason these guys missed out on a 10,000 X price move on the share price and a 7,000 X price move without staking and a 10,000 X price move with staking they're just dumb, 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 dumb people. They're not dumb people, but like they really have this misunderstood. They got this wrong. So what else? Um, Ponzi note, pyramid note, bubble on a small enough time frame, uh, time frame, it can appear like that, but it's dropped 50% or more 10 times and is now up 10,000 X. If you staked, <clears throat> if you staked uh, for big pity, 7,000 X without the staking. Actually, let me get a good number on that. Cause I like to be specific with this. I love me some specificity. Where's a good share price chart here? Oh, let's use the live one. Do I have a good live one? Yeah, 674,000%. It's really 674,746%, which is 6,748X. I'm gonna round that to 7,000 for luck. Without staking. So you did a 7,000X price without staking in I think 607 days. Yeah, I'd have to pull up an older chart, but about that. Any other FUD stuff? Hit me with the FUD stuff, guys. And by the way, for people running into this in your day-to-day -day lives, just go to hex.com slash scam. Most of the stuff's answered there, right? Liquidity, volume, you know, centralization, everything. All that crap that people talk about, hex.com slash scam has those answers. What metric does CoinMarketCap use that hex is ranked 201 and not higher up? CoinMarketCap is trash. And there are a lot of things on page three that do not belong there. CoinMarketCap is owned by a centralized exchange, which cryptocurrency was invented to get rid of, to get rid of centralized exchanges and counterparty risk and all that crap. So, you know, Binance, who I know people that cannot get their money off of it, bought CoinMarketCap, boy, that sounds like a conflict of interest to me, and then shoves a lot of things on page three that don't have enough centralized listings. I am not in crypto to enrich middlemen. I am not in crypto to enrich exchanges that make you beg for your own money. It disgusts me. So. You know, this concept that projects that do the right thing and decentralize things and make them censorship resistant and get rid of middlemen and remove counterparty risk, they get penalized and put on page three. Okay. Well, you guys are what's wrong with the world. CoinMarketCap and CoinGecko and Binance, those are the centralized middlemen that are wrong with the world. And the less of those that we have and the more of them that we replace, the better off everyone's lives will be. So if you, if you ask me why a conflicted, it was just, I mean, their site can't even stay up. Their site was just down a couple days ago, just down. And it goes down rather often. I just don't tweet about it. They're just trash. 
Like, what do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to pretend they have good uptime? They don't. Do you want me to pretend their, their listings are accurate? They're not. Do you want me to pretend that there's things on page three that belong there that shouldn't be on the first and second page? No, there are a lot of things on page three that should be in the first and second page that aren't hacks and don't have anything to do with me. They're just trash at their job. It's disgusting. So when they stop sucking, I'll stop pointing out that they suck. As long as they continue to suck, I'm going to mention that they suck. I'm sorry that they do. Uh, I'm sorry that they rank well in search engines. If they would stop ranking well in search engines, we could stop talking about them. Because what do you go there for? To go get tricked into some rug pull scam garbage? To go see ads for some scam garbage? Like what utility is there in that site to the world? Really, what utility is there? None. Trash. So stop going there. I mean, how many fake? How much fake volume is listed there? Most. It's disgusting. Hey, Richard, I love the background style of your last short video. Looked great. Thanks, man. Yeah, I was just in like the presidential suite of a hotel shooting it. And like a film crew helped set it up because we were shooting a documentary or a trailer for a documentary, which looks so awesome. I can't show it to you, but God, it looks good. Like this trailer looks so good. Richard, how much is BitBoy's hex worth? Last year he had like 40K, he said. I think he sold it for 65K, I think. But let's just say it was 40K for fun. I mean, I think the price is up 100X from there, maybe. Just guessing, like I'm really just guessing on this one. When will Pulse Chain come out? You get to wait just like me, buddy. Welcome to software. I'm waiting, you're waiting, we're all waiting. I will keep you updated. Watch the GitHub, you know, if you wanna see when new code gets released. And I already answered you where we're at in that. We're, we're waiting for this newest change, which may fix the gas measurement bug. And then I think, I think if that works, like we could actually go live. Like I think once we can, we're very close. We're close, man. Like, but but what is close in software? I, my best guess, still two months for testnet, or two months, probably be less than two months for testnet, maybe a month. But I'm really just guessing here, man. And I've never made an accurate guess in software timing ever, not once in my life. And very few people have. Everything's always late in software because you can't predict the unknown unknowns. They're very hard. Hi, Richard. Will migrating MetaMask seeds that we sacrifice from to Trezor affect our ability to receive the Pulse airdrop? I don't know. Good question, man. It, it, if you if you have the ability to spend from certain keys, it doesn't really matter what wallet you're using to do that. So I, if you can do that migration, then I don't think you're going to have any problems. But I don't know that that migration actually exists. I, I don't know that you can just migrate keys into a treasure without the treasure having created them. I'm not sure. My gut feeling is that you can't. I don't think you can just migrate into a treasure that way. I think you have to use the keys the treasure gives you. But I'm not a hard wallet expert. Is there any legitimate argument for Hex being a bad idea? I literally don't even understand how people don't see what a great product this is. Are people really that stupid? Where's the risk? Well, yeah, I mean, people just use this heuristic that if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And that heuristic usually serves them well. And if something is too good to be true, it usually is. But cryptocurrency is an exception to that. I see people making free money all the time in crypto. I mean, think about all the millions of dollars that Bitcoin holders got when I allowed them to mint their own hex for free by the design I designed. Like, it's just, yes, that was a ton of money. And then Hexagon's got free one inch and free Gitcoin and free Tornado Cash and free Uni. And you're like, yeah, man, there's a lot of free money and it's real. And now we're having the world's largest airdrop with PulseChain.com. This is real free money. In, in the real world, you don't get much real free money, but in crypto you do. So, you know, in the real world, you don't get 10,000 X returns in two years. But in hacks, we do. So it's the heuristic that solves midwits. Um, it it causes a lot of them to miss hacks. 
The dumb dumbs got hacks. Number go number go up. The really genius people got hacks. They understand it at a level other people don't. And then the kind of smart mid tier smart guys they they missed it because they thought it'd be a scam. It, it's not. It's amazing. It's the best thing ever. Should I wait for the hex blockchain to come out to buy more hacks? Man, I mean, how many other people have that same idea that you have? And if they and if they do the same thing you're thinking about, wouldn't that pri- just make the price higher later? So this this concept of yeah, people I think are going to want to have hex on two chains. I think they're going to want to have stakes on two chains. And if someone doubles the liquidity and chucks another 10 million or 20 million into bid support on the pulse uh, side to match what's already on the ETH side, I, I think you could have the exact same price hacks on both sides for the first beginning time period. Like, you know, you launch at zero and then after you're zero for a while, then I think that with the same liquidity and the same code on two different chains, I don't see why the price would be that much different. As a matter, like I even think that the pulse hacks could be higher because gas fees are just so abusive on the east side. So if people see value in higher throughput, lower fees, and reducing the destruction of the environment, then you could see hacks be more valuable on Pulse if Pulse is considered a better network, which it's designed to be. So yeah, I think I think I think having hacks on two chains by having it before the fork. Um, and, and having your stakes on two chains by having them before the fork, I think it's a big deal. I think it's a really big deal. I think it's a strong value proposition. And always remember this in Hex and anything that I'm involved with, you have to have no expectation of profit from the work of others. So you can do work and you can expect stuff from your own work, go have fun, but you must never have expectations of work of others, let alone profit from it. It is unfortunate that the ETH network is so doo-doo because of the JPEG BS. Yep. <clears throat> Anything less than a million dollar hex is now considered FUD. <laughs> I like when people chatter, like one hex equals one BTC. And you're like, it is possible. Yeah, <laughs> it could actually happen. <laughs> you're like, wow, it's crazy. People are gonna learn how meaningless market cap is. You need to change the banner at the bottom of the screen. I did that already. Hex.com, new all time high, 38 cents. Pulsechain.com airdrop. Yeah, we're good, man. Thanks though, you're just behind. Richard, I'm in Canada and can't invest in Hex. Yeah, you can. Can you get Ethereum or USDC? Do you have internet access? Do you have MetaMask? You're good, bro. Go to hex.com slash buy and stake. It gives you tips. Hex.com slash buy and stake. It gives you tips on how to do stuff. Hex, ooh, hex.com slash buy and stake. I need to put the URL thing before that. HTTPS colon slash slash hex.com slash buy and stake. What else? What does Hex actually do? What is the utility? This is another awesome one. What does money actually do? What is the utility? What can you do with money? It's just green paper. It's just green paper. How stupid are your questions, man? Money, you can turn into goods and services. Hex, you can turn into money that turns into goods and services. What? It's value storage, man. Imagine you took your money and you put it in a safe and then you take your money back out. It's money. So you can take your money and you can put it in different things and then take it back out. And then sometimes you have more money than what you started with. That's called investing or speculating. So you can take your money, which maybe you don't understand what good money is because it's just green paper. Hey man, can you buy coffee with Berkshire Hathaway shares? Can you buy coffee with, uh, with Rolex? Hey man, here man, let's get in here. What do we got here? 600, $700,000 Rolexes, can I buy coffee with these? What use are they? 
They can't even tell time well. Oh, you can sell them for more than what you paid for them. Oh, and then you can use that money to buy whatever you want. Oh, how dumb are you guys? So, in, like, so just explaining to you that speculation exists, investing exists, and that being able to turn things into money and turn that money into goods and services, which are the only things that actually matter, that doesn't seem to get the job done for you guys. So I'm going to expand on that. Hopefully one of these will get your, your little tiny, little tiny brain to understand what's going on. Do you think the time value of money is important in finance? Yes. Yes, you do. Which is the reason Contango exists and the reason futures traded a premium. What? Yes, Contango is when futures traded a premium and they have a carry cost because there's usually a storage value of having to store the stuff until you give it out in the future. And there's this thing where they keep printing money out of thin air, which causes inflation, which means that usually the prices of everything go up and therefore there's also some price premium for carry cost and for uh, making up for inflation. So time value of money we know exists. How else do we know the time value of money exists? Because your credit card charges you percentage over time. Your bank account pays you a pitiful amount of interest over time. And if you lock up your money in your bank for longer, they pay you a little bit more interest. So we know everywhere in the world, the time value of money exists. Now what blockchain product monetizes the time value of money? Hex. Okay, what blockchain product attempts to make the peer-to-peer -peer open source replacement for the time deposit? Now, mind you, open to read, open to verify, not open to copy. Hex. Okay. So, so do you care about storing value? Yes. Do you care about delaying gratification? Yes. Do you care about replacing the banksters and all the terrible customer service and bank hours and garbage? Do you care about making 10,000 times your money? What doesn't it do? It's a very stupid question to me. What does what, what, what uh, Bitcoin do? Well, the number goes up. It went up 6.5 million X. What, what, what can you do with your McDonald's shares? Can you change the prices of their products? Can you add new products? Can you change their hours? Can you open up new locations? No, as a McDonald's shareholder, you can't do jack. So learn, bro, please, please open your mind. Everyone here is getting wildly rich while you're sitting there like, what's happening? I don't, what's going on? How does money work? It's so silly, man. What does it do? It's, it, it's Bitcoin with a proof of work change. In Bitcoin, they mint inflation to reward people to destroy the environment for hash rate. In Hex, we don't reward people to destroy the environment. We don't reward people for hash rate. We just reward people with inflation who protect the price by delaying gratification. Instead of proof of work, it's proof of weight. So Hex is Bitcoin with a proof of work change to proof of weight instead of proof of work. Does that do it for you? I don't know what I have to do to get your little pea brain to understand what's going on. Maybe hex.com slash tech specs does it for you. No spaces. Hex.com slash tech specs. It's really good. It's really, really, really good. Maybe hex.com slash scam does it. Maybe hex.com slash how it works does it. Really good content here, man. But I do, I shouldn't have been so mean to you. I do appreciate you bringing up the last FUD thing, which is what does it do? It's proof of weight instead of proof of work, man. Richard, did Vitalik's dad mention Paul's chain? I don't know. I've never seen any of his content. Will Ethan Paul storage storage will ETH and Pulse Network storage size grow too large, require services like AWS? Yeah, probably. And you're probably too broke to ever be a validator, so don't worry about it. I mean, we still need other non-validator nodes as well, but like, do you, do you wanna endure high hard drive costs and have a token that goes up in price a lot? Or do you wanna have a token that doesn't go up in price a lot and then doesn't serve people a lot and doesn't do a lot, but then you save money on hard drives? I'd rather spend money on hard drives. So if you have to spend more on hard drives, good for you, bro. That's what made the network better. Like, yes, I, I would prefer to have 
more hard drive space used and a more effective functional higher throughput network than a a less powerful network but you got to save money on hard drives because you wanted to make a node i don't care if you make a node or not dude spend more on hard drives <clears throat> hey richard what long term hey richard long term what will be used more in your opinion hex or pulse i don't know i do not know i know that the pulse chat room is larger i know that people understand pulse more easily um i, I think that the hex game theory design is absolutely unbeatable so i, I don't know which one is going to pump harder i really don't know it's gonna be interesting to see. Banks will never be replaced, just the currency. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, that's possible. Why does it say 26 cents? Cause you didn't scroll forward far enough, man. You're just backwards. I changed it about four minutes into the stream, maybe. Maybe eight, maybe 12. I'm not scrolling back, check. Hey Richard, a question on the day of the Pulse chain launch. Is the amount of hex that I have in the stake with MetaMask address I sacrifice in Pulse going to double? Yeah, as long as you had it at the fork moment, it just doubles everything. Hearing Richard Hart dunk on dummies makes for a perfect Sunday morning. By the way, if you guys noticed, I'm not cursing. I haven't cursed in a stream in so very long. Apparently people's grandparents are very happy about this. If this is what professionalism looks like, so be it. I'll do it. I have 12,000 Australian dollars to invest in Hex. MetaMask has a weekly fund limit of 1085 Australian dollars. How can I bypass this so I can buy a lot of Hex? Well, man, um, Coinbase has some large exchange has some presence. Might have been Gemini. I don't know. There's exchanges where you live, man. Just use one of those. If you're doing credit card, maybe Hexagon.store works for you. Maybe Wire, maybe Ramp, Ramp Network, maybe uh, Wire spelled W-Y-R-E. Please stop using homophones, you silly people. I'm tired of spelling your URLs. Uh, what else? Yeah, as long as you can get ETH and or USDC, you'll be able to on-ramp. So figure it out. I think there might even be an Australian Hex chat room. So maybe ask in there. So what happens when some of the biggest stakers cash out in a couple of years? Huge, massive crashes, obviously. But more will keep joining, so volatility will be insane. Yeah, this is another misunderstanding everybody has. So Eric Wall, he's like, there's gonna be a crash in 5.8 years. Oh yeah? So here's what you think, bro. You think people are on-ramping now, locking up for 5.8 years, and then the on-ramping on will stop, and the system state will stay static and everyone will just wait until six years from now and then I'll sell it once. No, that's not what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen is what has been happening. I think the stake increase is likely to continue to uh, get longer as people try and maintain the number of shares they used to have. And then every time they have to restake, they're getting less shares than they used to have. And they don't like that. So then they either add more hacks or add more length to get more bonus to get back the same shares they used to have. So I think we're gonna, and, and, and if people start doing encapsulated stakes where we can have hex stakes uh, split up and then on other networks that are tradable, I think you're gonna have an even longer increase in average stake length because those will probably just be 5,555 day stakes that people are trading shares in. So I think that, I know that average stake length has increased by a lot. It used to be 4.8 years, now it's 5.8 years. And I know that the volume is increasing and the liquidity is increasing. I know that the rate at which we're on-ramping new users is increasing. The, the, the speed at which new people and new addresses are opening new stakes is going up. I can see my social metrics, my uh, you know on-ramping of new users. I'm at 105,000 followers on, on Twitter now, about 80,000 on YouTube. Every single measurable metric is going up and to the right and better and awesomer. And I can't think of any reason why that wouldn't continue. I really can't. 
And as long as those metrics are static or increasing, the amount of liquidity and users that you'll have in six years will be insane. So this, this fan fiction idea that there's just some one moment in time that's going to matter a whole ton, it's like, eh, well, why, you know, why hasn't this mattered? Hey, remember, I heard the same FUD for Big Payday. The FUD for Big Payday was the same. As soon as Big Payday's over, it's going to go to zero. That's what everyone believed. Everyone said that crap. The haters. Uh, no, that's not what happened. As a matter of fact, that was a wonderful buying opportunity, and the price is up over 100x since then. <laughs> You're like... So, so this FUD that people try and sell you, I mean, right now the price is up 170X from Big Petty, 160X off of this short measure. You know what? I'll give you a more specific measured move here. Big Payday till now, 200X. So the price is up 200X since Big Payday FUD, the bottom of the Big Payday dip. But do you get apologized to you? Does anyone say sorry? Does anyone learn anything? Nope, they double down and get sillier. <laughs> like, all right, guys. Well, let me tell you how many 2Xs you've missed. You missed the first 2X, the second 2X, the third 2X, the fourth 2X, the fifth 2X, the sixth 2X, the seventh 2X, the eighth 2X, the ninth 2X, the tenth 2X, the eleventh 2X, and the twelfth 2X. We finished our twelfth 2X now. How many doublings do you want to miss? It's hilarious to me. So, But I appreciate you guys reminding me about this FUD stuff. It is really funny. Can I sacrifice using Binance, BNB coin? Yes, you can. Hey, Richard, how's Pulse Chain uh, progressing? I told you already. Will Pulse Chain be on Trust Wallet when it's launched? I think Trust Wallet has the ability to switch between networks, and so it is likely to work. MetaMask, I know, has the ability to switch between networks, so it is also very likely to work. What are your thoughts to new buyers that Hex is on 89 on the weekly RSI? Oscillating indicators can get pegged for a long time, bro. So let's look at let's look at ETH USD for a laugh. I don't feel like adding RSI to my charts, man. You can have a first of all, 89 is not even 90, and we see 90 a lot in crypto. But I'm not used to weekly, like I'm used to daily. So I don't know, man. If you want to try and pretend to be bearish before the fork, you go ahead, dude. Have fun with your oscillating indicator. <laughs> Lol. Thank you, Richard Hart, for the awesome product. I just retired from a corporate indentured servitude. Thanks in part to hex gains. Now waiting snapshot so I can make my ladders. You can make your ladders before the snapshot. They all come over and congratulations. I always prefer people keep working. So everybody that retires on crypto becomes a net seller instead of a net buyer. And I prefer net buyers. So if you stay working at your job, you can keep buying. So when people go full-time crypto, I am not really a fan. I prefer people generate revenue elsewhere and inject it into the system than just remove it. If your model hex price over a span of 50 years are using a parabolic linear or logarithmic model, I'm just using a trend line on a log chart. Um, you could do better things than that. But I think for the short time frame I'm looking at, it might be okay. So like, go at it, man. There's a guy that has a, a website called lookintohex.com and he has every kind of chart you can think of. You, you might want to check it out. It's pretty cool. I still can't understand why the big influencers don't talk about hex. It's kind of, I think, regret of missing out and maybe a little bit of jealousy. But I know a lot of guys uh, that aren't supporting hacks publicly, they are participating in Pulse Chain. So there are a bunch of big name YouTube guys that don't care to talk about hacks, but they are participating in Pulse Chain. So that's cool. Over time, they may just figure out that like it ain't going away. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk about the world's best performing asset, you're going to be talking about hacks. So 
eventually you're going to get around to it, in my opinion. Or you're, or you're never going to talk about the best. If you want to talk about the best, you're going to be talking about us. Is there a way to connect with you privately, please? Yeah, you can message me at t.me slash Richard Hart. But I have uh, currently, I don't know, I can't read it on desktop, but like 1,900 unread messages or conversations, basically. Like, So you'll, you'll be playing the lottery there, but you can give it a try. How rich are sacrifice with BNB anyway can calculate what I'll get in post tokens. Just wait for the final numbers to come out, man. It shouldn't be that long. And as long as they're out before mainnet, it's, it's what matters. I want my ladders to be different on two chains. All right. Understood, man. But couldn't you? Mm, yeah, I, I haven't thought into that so much. I know you've answered this before, but will we get a heads up when the airdrop will take place to move ETH-based cryptos to different wallets in advance? You're going to get, if not a block height, you're going to get a range. So yeah, you'll, you'll be given a heads up. Mm. I want to buy more hacks before Pulse Chain so I can stake it and get it doubled with my hex on Pulse, but the transaction costs are awful. Thanks, Vitalik. No, nah, it's not really Vitalik's fault, but yeah, they are. They're awful. When can we buy the Pulse token? When it exists. Or if you don't mind a very, very high rate, you could go to pulse.info and sacrifice, but it's not a purchase. It's a sacrifice. It's different. Go read about it. Pulsechain.com, pulse.info. Richard, why hasn't GoHex updated the USD value for yesterday still? Huh? I don't know what you mean, dude. If you're talking about like the share price, I think that only ticks over once a day at 0000 UTC. Congrats on asking that question about 40 times though in a row. That that paste button. Do you ever snort coke because you're so chill all the time? No, I do not. And does that make you chill? Weird question. Do you ever screw around with headphones? Yeah. I think the new Apple headphones sound awesome. The, the AirPod Pros. But I have a bunch. Like I've got I've got a bunch of headphones. Those ones sound nice. Hey man, are you a member of Mensa for real? I am I am a member of American Mensa, although I have allowed my membership to lapse, so I don't know whether I can still say I'm an active member or not. But yes, I was an American Mensa. I miss the swearing. Wait for wait for a, uh, an IRL event, and I'll swear for you. Wish me, Mr. Hart. Today is my birthday. Happy birthday, Yash Kumar Patel. How will Pulse Chain deal with network congestion by having less users when we start and having higher throughput? What are my thoughts on the future metaverse and web 3.0? The word scam comes to mind, but overpriced JPEGs or overpriced serial numbers loosely related to JPEGs, which may or may not be still hosted on the internet is probably a more accurate description. And enjoy your free copies on Pulse Chain. How many decimal places will PulseCoin have on launch? A lot. I think the supply is going to be very high, but that doesn't have anything to do with decimals. Those are commas. So. I, I think that we will have the same number of decimals that, that Ethereum has. But if I were playing the efficiency game, you might be able to save some space by reducing those because you have so many more digits in front of the decimal. But I would rather play the get to market faster than the try and optimize crap game. Get to market faster matters more and you can fix that stuff later if you want. Or improve maybe a better word. When can we get another hater on here for a three hour slaughter interview? Set it up. Feed me Peter Schiff. Feed me Noriel. Feed me uh, Nassim Taleb. Feed me people worthy of me destroying them. Bring them to me. Set it up. I'm bored of, of slaughtering plebs. I want larger plebs. Richard, can you please reply back to meet Kevin's channel? Yeah, where though, man? Tell me where. Email, Twitter, Telegram. Help me, help you, help me. <laughs>
I read the tweet about the $26,000 pizzas. It reminded me of the 96K I spent on a girl in early June and still regret. What was the most hex you've ever spent on anything? I don't think I've ever spent hex on anything. I, I don't like spending hex. I think there might have been one giveaway, maybe, where uh, some girls made vids like on why they liked hex to try and troll Andreas for his like anti-girl position. And uh, there was maybe like $1,500 or something. <laughs> maybe. I have to look it up. But it ain't much and it ain't often. So any, so hacks and all our ERC-20s are gonna be duplicated in our MetaMask. Yeah, that's the plan. On an E-chain, Pulse chain. I'm a Richard Hart Maximalist, nice. Where can I find the early price history of hex? Uniswap.info. The US, hex USDC calculated. USDC, hex USDC V1 calculated on Uniswap.info. No, Uniswap.vision, sorry, Uniswap.vision. Are those Richard Mill watches expensive? Mine was like $600,000. And no, like an actual McLaren costs less than that. Like a lot less. Richard will pulse to a thousand X. I don't know, but it seems reasonable. Is your plan to do the same thing with pulse as you did with hex? I just sit around, bro. I don't know what you mean. Have no expectation of profit from the work of others. Can the SEC go after ETH? They literally already said that they weren't going to do that. What more do you want them to do? And I don't think going after ETH would do anything. It is sufficiently decentralized. What are you more proud of, Hex or Pulse? Well, Hex, because it exists, but uh, I eagerly, eagerly await Pulse. <clears throat> We're working on it as hard as it can be worked on. What will the T-share price be for P-Hex? It's the same in Hex terms, man. Same code. Same code, same numbers. How many Hex tokens remaining? What? I mean... I think what you're asking is how much is available in the automated market maker pairs on Uniswap V2 and V3. If that's what you're asking, I have an answer for you. V2 ETH, 8 million hex. V2 USDC, 35 million hex. That's 43 million total. Uh, plus 3 million on V3 ETH, so that's 48. And 8 million on V3 USDC, that's like 56 million total and all the automated market makers. Maybe there's a little bit hiding on like zero X limit orders that you can check with. What is the name of this thing? Nope. Metric.exchange. So you can go on metric.exchange and uh, look up like the zero X limit orders, but there's probably not much there. Hope that answers your question. You can pull those numbers yourself from apex.win slash charts, by the way. Mm. Mm. Don't think Andreas Antonopoulos dares to debate you. That's correct, because he's a coward. Andreas Antonopoulos, if you're watching, you are a coward. Grow some balls and face your better me. I'll educate you. What about Celsius? Not your keys, not your coins. You give your coins to someone else, don't be surprised when you lose all your money. Companies just like that went out of business and everyone lost everything. Now, is the founder a smart guy? Yep. Might they not lose everyone's monies? Yep. But that's the opposite of why crypto was invented. Crypto was invented to put you in charge of your own finances. No middlemen, no counterparty risk. You give your keys to somebody else, maximum counterparty risk, maximum horror. Don't pick up pennies in front of freight trains. And by the way, why do you care? I mean, what do you think would have been smarter? Make 5% a year and some counterparty risk game or make 10,000 times your money. I, like, I don't know why people risk everything for 5%. It's very silly. Did you see the beer label? Yeah, I saw it, man. But like, I, 
my hands are tied in regards to things I can do legally, right? So I can't, I can't do all the things I want to do. Do you worry about launching Pulse in a bear market? No, it's the best time to launch. What? I mean, there ain't no bad time to launch an amazing product. There's not. Hex launched in a bear market. Worked out pretty good. Ethereum itself launched in a bear market. Worked out pretty good. Bitcoin itself launched in a bear market, I think. Worked out pretty good. But then, like, there are things that launched in a bull market and it worked fine too. Just not the correct parameter to care much about. Hey, I'm not even that far behind. Yay. Thanks, Richard. I just retired. Congrats. But consider continuing to work and buying more hacks instead of just selling. <laughs> Thanks. Somebody says the USD price total has not been updating on GoToHex. Okay. <clears throat> hey Richard, can you make some calls and get big NFT projects to drop a token to their communities on Pulse for launch? Gary V, for example, need a place to drop for his fans with low gas. You do it. I don't do nothing. I sit around. You want stuff to happen? You do it. Nothing else. You guys that are watching, you need to be following me on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Richard Hart win. You need to like and subscribe the video, please. We need the metrics here, guys. We need the metrics. If you want to get the word out, you'll make the world a better place. People got to see the message. Those, somebody's out in the States handing out business cards in everybody's cars. Awesome. Love it. Sounded out thousands of them. Great. Keep up the good work, man. Outbound messaging is king. Will Pulse launch this year? Yeah, I think so. But like, hey, man, I've never made an accurate estimate on software timing ever. So let's go check out the prices. Hex, 34 cents. Oh, hold on. 33.89. And Ethereum, 3,900. BTC, 50,000. Congrats on the 10,000X, guys. Congrats. So what have we covered? Louis Vuitton, Rolex, Hex.com, PulseChain.com, Bitcoin price, Ethereum price. I got a free self-help book or two you might want to download. T.me forward slash SciVive, S-C-I-V-I-V-E. What else? Is that it? Yeah, enjoy. I'm going to shoot some more content, travel around a bit, show you guys some cool stuff. And hopefully that will involve some Hex.com stickers. I don't have the stickers in hand yet. We'll see. Anything else? We're still pre-viral. Yeah, I mean, this is pre-viral. Right now, so if you look up how many uh, unique staking addresses there are, I think there's only 67,000 unique staking addresses. That's awesome. That is not many people. So to do a 10,000X in share price with only uh, 67,000 unique staking addresses, I could easily see us with 10, 100, 1,000 times more users. And I think price scales exponentially versus user count. So I, 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 if, you, if you 10X your users, I think you many, many more X your actual price, depending on the quality of the users, I guess. So I think there's absolute insane amounts of upside possible in Hex where people just won't understand. Like, I think Hex can teach people how silly market cap is as an idea because the market cap in Hex could be, I mean, the market cap in Hex right now is probably around $200 billion. So how hard is it for us to grab two more two Xs? In my opinion, not hard. And then you're looking at, you know, 800 billion, which if with Bitcoin dips, then that's already higher than Bitcoin's market cap. Let me go check the market caps real quick. Let's go look at these silly vanity numbers that literally no one makes any money on. Market makers don't make money on market cap. Exchanges don't make money on market cap. Absolutely no one makes money on market cap. It's a stupid vanity number. But let's go look up the stupid vanity number. Bitcoin's market cap around a trillion, 945 billion. Ethereum's market cap around half a trillion. 
and Hex's market cap, 200 trillion or 200 billion, sorry. So we're 2X away from Ethereum and we're a 5X away from Bitcoin and silly market cap vanity metric number. So like, I don't think you, next month you could be talking about Hex having a higher market cap than Bitcoin. It wouldn't surprise me. So <laughs> somebody asked, why is the OA audit video on private? I don't know. Maybe because he's trying to monetize his Patreon would be my guess, but I really don't know. If you care about looking up like OA audit stuff, just go into t.me slash hex trading. There's a dude in there, Gunther, that has a spreadsheet that he's put a lot of time and work into, and it has a lot of information in it. So if, if you care about chain analysis and analyzing, like when the, when the hex price moves up or down, and I'm curious why it happened, I go to t.me slash hex trading and look because those guys usually know, and then I don't have to go and try and figure it out on my own because they're on top of it. They're watching every stake, maybe not every stake, but if someone hits the price, they eyeball that guy and see whether he's likely to keep hitting it. Or, you know, if someone buys heavy, how much more money is in his wallet if he wants to keep buying heavy? Like they're really on top of it in there. So it's a fun place to kind of watch what's going on. T.me forward slash hex, I'm sorry, T.me forward slash hex trading is a really, really cool chat room. I like it a lot in there. Now look, hex solves trading. You don't have to trade. A lot of people that trade, they lose all their money. You know, there's a lot of people that sold, thought they'd rebuy lower, didn't get to rebuy lower, had to rebuy higher. Now they just have less hex. The market can very quickly leave you behind. So yeah, he says audit, not trading. Yeah, I know, man, but I'm telling you there's other audits in that room. So what you want, it's very likely in there, man. What's next? Um, well, I mean, I guess the next thing, Pulse, Pulse Chain is the most important thing right now. I talk a lot about Hex right now just because it's so much fun and it's easy and it's awesome and it's amazing and we already run, we already won. We won. We're like, we're winning. Everyone's getting wrecked everywhere else. We're doing awesome, 100% uptime. Everything's fabulous. So it's just easy to, to post awesome, hey, we're winning price charts. Like people are buying Rolexes, houses, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Maybox, McLarens. You know, it's just all awesome every day. Like we're just, it's almost always new all-time highs. The monthly candles are almost always green. We're like, it's just so much fun. With Pulse Chain, it's harder because it's like, okay, I'm waiting on the test net. I'm waiting on the test net. We're fighting bugs. We're fighting bugs. I can't tweet much about that. There's nothing I can, yes, we're still fighting the bugs. Yes, we got a new full-time developer. Okay. Yes. Like, you know, it, it's just so much less exciting and less fun to, to tweet about that. Uh, but imagine what it's going to be like when we have a pulse price chart, a hex price chart, and a hex on Ethereum network price chart. So hex, which will be hex on pulse, e-hex, which will be hex on ETH, and uh, pulse will all have their own price charts. And it'll be like, ah, <laughs> three price charts, yes. <laughs> I can't wait to have three price charts to talk about. It's gonna be so much more fun. You know, we got we got all kinds of other stuff that's being worked on. We're, we're working on the exchange thing, it's hard. Um, We've got the, the pancake swap for coming out. Well, not coming out, but there's people working on it. You know, every Friday I have like a, a status call on it uh, to see where it's at because it would be super cool to have a pulse, a, uh, a pancake swap fork for uh, pulse launch. And what else? The documentary that, that trailer got shot and looks awesome. Those guys apparently want to do a, a crowdfund to shoot a real deal Netflix quality um, documentary. And then I've actually got like a couple other documentary type people contacting me because everyone knows somebody that got rich with Hex now apparently. So it's it's still pre-viral, but 
could be going viral soon. You know, people are contacting me that uh, they have big media followings. I mean, just yesterday I talked to a guy that I think he's a billionaire. I don't want to dox the guy. I'm gonna go up this guy real quick again. He's got a Wikipedia page. Yeah, so I had a call with a guy yesterday and this guy's big in Hollywood, big Hollywood guy. Has done a lot of stuff, movies you've seen, stars you know, you know. And I don't, I don't know. I'm just getting interest in contacts and calls from people that are from different industries now, you know. And this wasn't the case even a month ago, really, I don't think. So, yeah, everything's awesome, man. I hope everyone's having a, a great time enjoying the new all-time highs. You guys need to like, subscribe, follow, go to twitter.com slash richardhartwin, download my free self-help books, t.me forward slash sivive. If you like uh, trading, t.me slash hextrading, t.me slash hexcrypto, t.me slash pulsechain.com. We're really making the world a better place and solving a lot of problems for a lot of people. And uh, we won. Like, nobody gets to say bad things about us anymore. It just shows how ignorant they are, how silly they are. You can't do better on these metrics. 100% uptime, 10,000x price performance on shares, 7,000x without staking, 10,000x plus with staking in under two years. We won. They lost. Hopefully they can be nice guys and, and be on-ramped instead of getting rug pulled and exploited and destroyed and all those other things. We're here to save people. We're here to help people.